At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pat Leonard, who does the best job of anybody covering those Jets and Giants, is going to cover is going to join us in a little bit here. Michael Lombardi, I like what I'm seeing here on social. There's a lot of buzz at VSIN for the new lineup, which starts tomorrow. I see Wes Reynolds. I see Dave Ross tweeting about it. I, I see Tim Murray tweeting about it. So we're excited. And I want to congratulate management, Len, John, the Musburgers, everybody involved, because looking at this lineup, which you can see over at vcin.com or at vcin Live on Twitter, this is about as good as it gets. So we're excited to head into the new football season with a new lineup as well. And the return of Brent Musburger, the big dog. Right. Uh, you can't un- underestimate that at all. Plus, I think you got to remember, Visa, we're a weekend network, too. We're just on a Monday through Friday network. We don't go dark on Saturday and Sunday. We don't take time off like <laughs> some people do on the weekends. You know, we're 24-7 here working it. And, and the weekend shows, you get some really tremendous host on the weekend shows to go over the games and keep you up to date at the last-minute scores on your betting. Because as we know now, people like to wait until they make these bets until – I think the, the most – Bet game. Take a guess. Just take a guess. What's the most bet game so far on the board as of right now? NFL week one. Uh, I'm just going to take a stab and it's a week one, but I'll take a stab with the Thursday game. Includes the Thursday game. Include that. Okay. Then I'll take a stab with Buffalo and the Rams. Wrong. What is it? Wrong. The Jets, Baltimore. The well, Jets, Baltimore, you. twelve. I mean, it's 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 so it's right there. It it's so 
it's weird, right? Like, why would why would people be betting that game because of the number, right? Yes. But of here's course. what's happening in this game: is everybody is playing the number in favor of Baltimore, and and there's evidence That's to support insane. that, right? Salai's team started the year last year a disaster. They don't look much better this year. They they were going out to do their audition, their their their, their rehearsal, and they bombed. I mean, they bombed, turned the ball over, had to kick a, you know, with their first unit against the Giants, they kicked, what, a 49-yard field goal to get three points on the board? So that momentum is going through. It's carrying it. And so, but I'm surprised that many people are betting that game. I mean, the second most bet game, you won't guess this one either. The second most bet game outside of the Thursday night game, because that's the second most bet. So the third most bet game on the board, take a guess. Uh, I'll say, how about New Orleans, Atlanta? Houston, Indianapolis. Well, let's and take why? a look at the number. What? Let's take a look at the number. Because the, the number's eight and a half. The two most bet games are those seven, seven, to eight and a half numbers. And, and it makes sense because most NFL games, what, what's that number? 75% of the NFL games are always decided by four points or less. And here's two games with an eight and a seven. Okay. Let's two things. Good job with bringing up the betting splits, which you can find when Michael's talking about who's getting bet, where, where the money's going. You can go to VEASAN.com and check out the betting splits. I'm going to tell you this, Michael, because I understand what you're saying. It lo- sounds like you're with the majority here as far as laying the seven with Baltimore. If now, I don't know if I am. I'm not there yet. I'm I'm not, there's I'm no not chance. There I am. Dude, there is no chance. I'm laying a seven on Salah. the road week one where everything's equal. I know Salah, but I can't lay seven on the road week one. Motivation is completely equal here. Exactly. That was my point. So I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. So for me, I think it's going to be a, you know, we'll get to it. Well, it's a John Oates play for me. I can't go no for can that, do. you know, no can do so. But I mean, it's early yet in the research, but you know, it's an experienced coach against a not quite experienced coach. I think the, I think the place to shape your bets or to look into to research, not to make it. Remember, don't begin with the end in mind. Don't look at the board and say, Oh, I'm taking Baltimore or I'm taking Tennessee. Do the research, get the guide, understand the dynamics. The Giants going to Tennessee, heat, humidity, going to be a hot day. Vrabel's team played poorly last pre- last opening game at home. Is he going to do it again? A 425 kick, you know, hottest part of the day. All those things play in. you got to really take your mind to that place. Okay, and remember – Perception plays a part in driving the betting market. So let's, I'm going to throw one at you. I'm going to throw an opener where it sits and where you think it's going to close. Where's the juice right now? The juice is all in the Philadelphia Eagles camp. Betters love them. Philadelphia Eagle fans love them. But there's a little juice with Detroit as well. But we haven't seen this number budge. Philly is in Detroit week one, open four. They're still laying four. I saw a shop just go to three and a half. What do you think about this number with Philly laying four? And where do you think it closes? Well, I mean, what? so let's take the matchup just on the surface. The, the, we talked about the Lions earlier in the show. One of the worst pass defenses in the league last year. Has it improved? They've given up so far this summer 111 quarterback rating against opposing quarterbacks, Tom, Dick, and Harry, whomever they played, right? So have they improved? I don't think so. Where's the Eagles' strength? The Eagles' strength's in the run game. The Eagles are not a passing team. I know in Philadelphia they have the greatest show on turf. They can throw the ball all over the place. But Jalen Hurts has yet to be proven to have a drop-back pass game. They can run the ball effectively, and they went in there and embarrassed them last year. The one thing when I was researching this morning, again, I mean, Detroit last year, they were getting shellacked by San Francisco. 
in Detroit, and they came back. They had the most, they had the best execution of any team in opening weekend with 62 rushes and completions. Now, it, a lot of it came in the third quarter, fourth quarter when the game was over, but you could see they were kind of getting somewhere. You know, and I could see people saying, hey, they're playing home. They're better. They're a tougher team. I think there's some momentum for Detroit. I really do. I just say this to you. I think Philly's a hard team to play unless you understand their run game. Unless you understand how to play their run game, how to take it away with the quarterback involved in it, it's a challenge. I don't know if Detroit can do that. Listen, I talked to you earlier, and I told you earlier in the show, we've got 10 home dogs in week one, which is almost unprecedented. I'm going to simply bet the 10 home dogs, and we'll have some fun for practice and see what happens because I am taking the points with every home dog in week one. That's just the way it's going to be. I think this line, I think this line, I really think this, they don't want to move this line. I think this line will get to three and a half. I think there'll be some movement to Detroit. I don't know if it'll ever get to three, but I think it'll get to three, and I think there's going to be some movement to Detroit. Okay. We shall see. That's probably the only time I'll bet on the Lions this year. Hey, how about this one? So we talked about that key number of seven, Baltimore Lane at, with the, at the Jets. How about this one? Your boy Trey Lance in San Francisco, they're laying seven at Chicago week one. Off the six-and-a-half yeah, opener. I'm, pardon me. Pardon me. Off the six-and-a-half opener, so I want to give you this threat I don't here. like this. I take Trey Lance out of the equation. I don't like this matchup for the Chicago Bears. I don't. I mean, you got a bad offensive line against a very, very good defensive front. I think this is a game where San Francisco comes loaded for Bear. Now, you know, it's a 1 o'clock kick. The field's a little heavy. There's no denying that. But I do think it'll be a challenge for them to block this Chicago. I think Justin Fields will be under intense pressure all season. The good part for if you're a 49er fan in this game is you had last year's game. So you had a sense of what Fields could do, right? He went against this defense. You saw what he did. He made that great run, scramble one way, go the other. Remember, that was a close game last year, remember? Of course. You know, it yep. was kind of took a while. I think the Niners were a three and a half point, four point favorite in that, maybe even five in that game. But they covered the line there. I think they can do the same. I just don't think you're going to be able to run the ball effectively on San Francisco. It's going to be a one-dimensional game. And I think San Francisco, by the third or fourth quarter, will take this thing over, no matter who plays quarterback. Plus, is Eberflus ready to handle whatever whatever Kyle Shanahan has up his sleeve in terms of running the quarterback? What runs are we going to see Trey Lance? Trey Lance is going to beat you with his arm, but he's going to beat you with his legs and the movement. I think San Francisco is ready to play in the opener, their game plan. I like San Francisco versus – I like Kyle Shanahan's mind versus Eberflus's defense, no matter who plays I'll t- quarterback. I'll tell you what's going to happen week one. Everybody's going to be involved in the six-point tease with Baltimore bringing them down to a one-point favorite and San Francisco yeah. bringing them if, down to a one-point favorite. That's going to be so, – there's going to be so many and, bets with that tease. And if it looks so easy, why doesn't it, why doesn't it make money every year, right? I mean, <laughs> hey, you know those te- that looks so good. That looks so good. I, I, it harkens back to the time when I first got to Vegas and, and they were talking about these cards and UCLA was going back to play Nebraska and UCLA was like – like a, a, I don't know, there was a 10-game teaser. It, it was UCLA was a 45-point dog to uh, to Nebraska. And I'm like, there's no way UCLA will lose 45 points. Of course they did. You know, I mean, so the, it looks too tempting. Stay away. I'm going to go in order here with the rotation number. Next up, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. You want to take a stab? You may have it in front of you, but Cincinnati's I favorite. Do. I, what do you think the number is? 
Well, I, I think the number I'm, I I know it's six or six and a half. I'm not six sure where it is yeah. right now. It opened at six and a half, and we don't even know who the starting quarterback is for Pittsburgh. They set that number probably with Trubisky in mind. Will it go to seven if it's Pickett? I think it's a hard thing to do to go on the road to play against a complex defense in a visiting stadium you know, with a rookie quarterback and not a great offensive line. I think when you add all those elements together, I think Mike Tomlin says to himself, I, I got to play Trubisky here because I got to be able to build some confidence in the young player. That's a great question. Do we, do we get to that key number of seven if it's Pickett or does it stick at six? I don't know if there's a big change with Pickett and Trubisky, to be honest with you. I, well, I do in the sense that at least with Trubisky, and I'm not saying Pickett can't move. Trubisky's looking to run, though. Like, Trubisky's going to go back, see it. Uh-oh, not there. I'm gone. Pickett may be a little bit more deliberate, which could hurt him in a game like this. Look, as we talked about yesterday, Cincinnati's de- or, or Saturday, Cincinnati's defense has improved. They're better. You know, and they've got a lot of things going for them. And Pittsburgh's going to have to prove – that they can, you know, that they can block this front of Cincinnati, which they couldn't do really last year. Okay, so we're going to have fun with this. When we come back, let's go Giants-Tennessee because off the opener, the Giants are getting bet as that number's dipped coming the Giants' way. We're going to get to that game because then we're going to have Pat Leonard join us who covers the Giants for New York Daily News and find out what's happening. Specifically, how about somebody like Kenny Galladay? You don't have to answer it now because we just have 20 seconds, but he may be on thin ice there. That contract is going to be a disaster. I don't think they can cut him, though, Patrick. I don't think they can cut him. I think they take a hit if they cut him. I I think you're right. Look, Lions fans could have told you he can't stay on the field. Coming up next, we'll get Michael's breakdown on the Giants and Titans here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, I'm going to make this simple. It's the money-making season. College football, pro football. The only way to get the guides, which are absolutely must-haves 350 digital pages as far as college over 110 in the nfl these guides are going to make you money right now they're 50 percent off 175 bucks you get michael's articles you get the guides you get point spread weekly through the super bowl for 175 dollars. i mean that's ridiculously cheap but you have to be a vcent subscriber okay simple vcent.com slash subscribe 
vcin.com slash subscribe. Trust me, you need this information. I wish I had it when I was coming up. Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. You know, you're a goal setter. So I, I wrote this down earlier in my notes to ask you, what do you, what do you want your ATS hit percentage to be this season? Because remember a couple of years ago, I mean, I think you were close to like 65%. Um, yeah. What, what do you kind of have in mind as that number for your ATS hit? I'd like it to be at 65, 67, somewhere in there. I think that's something to get to. I, I think, I, I, you know, when you go back and every week I make a sheet and go through the games and all that. And so when I look back over the mistakes that you make or some of the things you just can't help avoid, the ball is not, you know, predictable where it's going to bounce. So, you know, there's some games that you lose just because you just handicapped it or the information was wrong. But I think more than anything is to, to try to block out as much distractions as you can. Let last week slide away. Let the New England-Las Vegas game not enter into your mind. Go back and study the two Miami tapes and come up with a conclusion. I think that's critical. Don't assume anything, too. I think one thing last year where, where it became very, you know, sometimes we assumed – that, you know, the Browns weren't going to have a starting quarterback, so you assume the, the, the Raiders, you know, all those assumptions fell on flat, on deaf ears. You, you can't assume in this. And, and to do it as, as close to kickoff, I think to me when the season starts, Patrick, either you bet Monday because of the number or you wait till Sunday at quarter to one. Because there's just way too much information that you've got to get to before. Well put. Look, for bettors, you have to understand there's an opening number and there's a closing number. When professional bettors talk about getting the best of it, they mean you're not getting a worse number from where we open to where we close. You want to have a better number. You want to get the best of that number, and that's important if you want to profit over a long football season. Okay, so are you a little surprised here? The Giants start off in Tennessee. Tennessee opened a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I got a couple – most shops are sitting five-and-a-half. So – the Giants getting bet a little bit here. In fact, I, got, I see one in Jersey sitting five. Down from the mm -hmm. six-and-a-half opener to five-and-a-half, the Giants catching it in Tennessee. I, I bet you the circuit contest will have that number at either five or four-and-a-half in the Giants. And here's why. It's not a good matchup for, for either team. I think the under at 44 will come down. I think what will be 43. I think it would close around 42, maybe even 41-and-a-half. This is a game that – you know, Tennessee wants to run the ball. The best players on the Giants team are in their front, right? They can they can block. They can handle it. Don Martindale will take away the run game. I mean, he's played against Derrick Henry enough to know how to handle the Tennessee offense. That's a great advantage for him. He's walking in there and saying, I know how to play these guys. I did it in Baltimore. Here's what we're going to do. And he knows if Ryan Tannehill has to drop back pass, that's not going to happen. Conversely, the Giants are going to have a really hard time blocking this front of, of, of Tennessee. Like, Daniel Jones doesn't play fast. He doesn't play quick. And this Tennessee defense is, when they're healthy and going, they're really tough to play. So I think it's a defensive struggle. And I think the number has moved because Tennessee has lost some of their luster in their skill position. They've got the great Derrick Henry. But who else? Is Robert Woods going to be healthy enough to play? You know, I don't know. You know, they've lost a lot of guys at Tennessee, and I think this is going to be a challenging year for Mike Vrabel. You know, he's going to have to really do it. And last year when he opened up the season with a lot of moving parts, his team wasn't ready to play. I mean, he got whooped in Arizona. Arizona came in there and just beat him up. 
They they took the game from the opening day and they took it away from him because two years in a row he wasn't ready to go. One of the reasons I liked Arizona in the opener last year was one of my five picks is because or three picks, I forget how many I give, three picks, it was because Tennessee hadn't been great and Arizona was a very good opening day execution team. So your expectations, Giants at the Titans, and again, we can ask Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News coming up in about seven minutes. Your expectations are for this and that late window, our first Sunday to be ugly. Well, I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be, I mean, they're going to have to block Jeffrey Simmons, right? They're going to have to block Bud Dupree coming off the edge. You know, they're going to have to handle the physicality. Harold Landry, you know, coming off the edge. Zach Cunningham, who they got from Houston last year. They're better in the secondary. I mean, they're much improved. So I think it's going to be a hard game for the Giants. And you say, well, Dayball will scheme something up. Well, the one thing we know about Daniel Jones, when he has to play fast, that's not his expert area. It's when he can get you to count the five Mississippi is when he's at his best. And I don't think the Titans are going to count the five Mississippi, especially on the road. I don't think you're wrong about that number coming down as far as the total. Open Giants-Titans 44, and I am seeing a couple of 43s already, 43 and a half. So that number continues to come down as far as the Giants and Titans on the total. Again, six and a half opener for the Titans down to five and a half. Okay. I mean, the I'm Titans gonna you... are going to have a hard time. Let me say this. Both lines Please. are going to have a hard time blocking the opposing lines. Like, I, I don't think the Giants are uh, – I mean, Leonard Williams is a good player. You know, and Lawrence, they got guys that are hard to block. And this Titan offensive line hasn't been dazzling people in the preseason. There's no doubt. Do you think, okay, so we talked about three being the key number. Rotation number 471, Kansas City at Arizona to kick off the season there. That's going to be the late window as well, 425 your time. Kansas City open three, Michael. They're now three and a half. So again, that yeah. movement from three to three and a half is everything, and it's sticking there at three and a half. Look, I, I think Kansas City is going to be a tough out here. Andy Reid really he understands how to get a team ready for opening day, and I think his team will be ready to go against Vance Joseph's defensive unit. I think there's no doubt. And I also think because of their inside ability, because their ability with Chris Jones inside, that that's going to give Arizona a lot of problems. Because Arizona, if you're going to play this guy, if you're going to handle him, you've got to rush him from inside. You've got to be able to put pressure from the, te from the guards inside the guards. And you've got to make their guards block you. And the way Kansas City can, and the Kansas City can do that effectively. And I, and I think it's going to be a hard game for Justin Pugh to block Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones will be able to do that. And I think when you look at Andy Reid's preparation, Patrick Mahomes, what they're doing, I think they're ready to play. And I think they'll play well. I, I'm not saying Arizona won't play well because they typically have played well in opening games, but I just feel like Kansas City will go out there and they'll play well in the opening game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think Andy Reid will say, hey, fellas, we're going to go out here and we'll be back here at the end of the year. No surprise on the total here. And again, as you just mentioned, Kingsbury's teams tend to start well and then peter off as the season progresses. But you got a big-time total here, Michael, 53. It's getting bet up, 53-and-a-half, painted across the board yeah. now, Kansas City, Arizona. What always worries me about Kansas City, especially early in the season, is the Spagnola defense is complex. They will blow coverages. And without Mathal back there to get everybody lined up, can Justin Reed do it? Can Thornhill do it? I don't know. I really don't know. The kid they drafted in the second round, Cook, is he going to be the starter? It's a problem for him. 
you know, because they're so complex in what they do. They're always kind of moving things around. So I don't know how this is going to work. And, and they give up free access touchdowns. And I think that could be the issue. And I think the one thing that, that Kansas City has been able to do is control the tempo. But with Clark and Chris Jones and Carlos Dunlap now there and the kid they drafted from, from Purdue, Califatis, you know, they've got guys inside. You know, it's going to be a problem. I mean, they drafted this kid Sanders in the third round in 19. You know, I, I think that they can really create some mismatch-up problems against this Arizona line and a quarterback who plays small. I mean, if Chris Jones is in your face and you're 5'10", and Chris Jones is 6'6", you throwing the ball over him? I mean, it would be like, you know, me trying to get a shot off against Will. <laughs> hey, don't underestimate your hops. What you said about Spagnolo is fascinating because if you do dig through his numbers in the past, his his teams and defenses have gone from worst in the league to best in the league over that season, meaning worst metrics, and then by the time they finish off, they're playing some of the best defensive football. And it's crazy how Spagnolo's defense kind of climb as the season everything progresses. Is, everything is automatic front, automatic checks. We got this, we got to do that. If they do this, we do that. If they do this, we do that. Blah, blah, blah. And somebody's got to communicate that to everybody. Somebody's got to be say, check, you know, this, and they blow coverages. Even though they have veterans, they still blow coverage. I didn't get the call. Well, I didn't get the call. They got a touchdown, you know? And so that's what happens. And so it takes a while, and it takes a really good free safety to get them lined up. It's one of the reasons why Todd Bowles was so great for Richie Pettibone, because he got everybody lined up. Got to line them up. And that is – Got to line them up. So just – and we only have 20 seconds. So that, so that three and a half, that hook wouldn't scare you off Kansas City. It's not an official play, but I'm just saying. It's that, that doesn't nah, scare I, you, I, the hook. Okay. I mean, I like, I like them in opening game. I also like Arizona. That's what scares me. I think this is two good teams that are ready to play. Also, don't underestimate the Chiefs on offense specifically. They feel like they have something to prove without Tyreek. Oh, yeah. And I think they're going to want to prove Andy it from Reed. week one. Or Andy Reid on offense. Andy Reid is very good in this situation. Don't minimize okay. it. Okay, the Giants, where do they sit heading into the season? Pat Leonard's next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you heard Michael Lombardi talking about what games are getting hammered earlier. You can find that information at vsin.com with our betting splits. You want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Check out the betting splits. They're updated every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes right there in front of you. Betting splits are another way. vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Okay, of course, he is Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's vsin, the sports betting network. Nobody better on the Giants beat than the New York Daily News' Pat Leonard. He's our buddy. He joins us now. P. Leonard, NYDN on Twitter. And as we welcome in Pat and say hi, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. You had a great write-up uh, today in the Daily News about the skill position, including Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton. Why don't we start there? Where are the Giants? We spend so much time on Daniel Jones. Where are the Giants right now with the skill position? Hey, Patrick. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, where they are right now is they're banged up. Uh, but that's why it was even more interesting that Kenny Galladay was on the field in the preseason finale with Daniel Jones resting, Saquon Barkley resting. Very curious to see him on the field. And Brian Dable say that everybody's competing at that position. Now, they have too much invested, too big of a dead cap hit to actually just cut Galladay outright, but clearly hasn't shown enough in camp. And that certainly sent a message 
He did not seem happy walking out of the locker room, declining comment after the game. So that's something to watch. Darius Slayton's a guy who they got on the field. He's dealt with a hamstring injury, and he's on the trade block. He's been on the trade block. A lot of teams in the NFL I've talked to expect the Giants to cut him, so that's kind of difficult for GM Joe Shane to swing a trade if teams know that you're going to release a player. But Kadarius Toney's hurt. Uh, Wandale Robinson was on the field against the Jets. Sterling Shepard's coming off that injury looks good, but after losing Colin Johnson, yes, they have David Sills, it just creates some question marks on were their plans a week ago, their plans now based on how everything's moving. Okay, the, the, the biggest question, Pat, and thanks for joining us, is, of course, it goes right back to the quarterback. You know, D- Dayball mentioned he was going to give Tyrod Taylor some first-team reps. Tyrod Taylor, I was surprised that he even played in that, that game because they weren't supposed to play all their guys. Obviously, Davis Webb carried the load after the injury. But where are they with Daniel Jones? I mean, the mindset of the coaching staff. I know the front office still believes in him. Where do you think the coaches are? Yeah, good question. I, I was actually surprised about that, Michael, especially given the the quality or lack thereof of the offensive line in front of Tyrod Taylor. Like It wasn't a surprise to see him get hurt given what he was on the field with. I think that the coaching staff loves what Tyrod Taylor brings to the offense. Now, he didn't perform as well in the second, third games as he had in the first one, but I think that his skill set, they give him almost $11 million guaranteed for a reason. The reason is because his mobility, his ability to to step up, step out, and make a throw on the move, which happens especially when your line isn't good enough. The Giants hope they remade the O-line, but so far it doesn't look like it's lock solid. So uh, Daniel Jones is the week one starter, Michael, as we know, but you know Tyrod Taylor is definitely um, a a skill set and a leadership type that you can tell the coaching staff really likes and that the players gravitate to as well. Pat Leonard, New York Daily News. It's it's wild with somebody on the beat like Pat who's been doing it a long time. What people have to understand is you're essentially married to the team. You're just it, you must get so sick and tired of these guys. But the reason I bring that up is because nobody has a better feel for the team. The last time we spoke with you, I told you their regular season win total was set at seven. It sounded like you thought that was optimistic. Do you still feel like seven is optimistic for this Giants team? Absolutely. I I would put money down hard on the under on seven wins. (laughs) And the reason I said three wins back in the spring, and I'm sticking to it right now, it's not just the lack of quality on the roster. It's also knowing they've been one of the more injured teams in the league year in and year out. And changing the coaching staff, changing the general manager hasn't changed that this summer. And they are literally, it's, I, I can't even list uh, it's easier for me to list the positions they aren't banged up and decimated at. You know, they don't have any tight ends. They don't have as many receivers as they should. Inside linebacker, their edges are all hurt. Um, you know, they had a light spring. They thought that going light on guys' bodies and giving recovering players time off was going to prepare them. But you heard Brian Dable himself in early August say, our conditioning needs to be better. Like the head coach could see looking on the field as they were approaching that first game against New England, they weren't ready. And so I'm sure the guys who are healthy, who are on the field, they're getting closer to ready for regular season football. But I don't think a lot of the roster was ready. And I think that's why you're seeing so many injuries. And that's why, even with an easy schedule, I just don't think they'll be able to overcome that. And it's also why it's going to be very difficult for Daniel Jones, even though they're giving him the opportunity and the chance. How can you put your best foot forward if receivers are hurt? If linemen are going down, they don't have their starting left guard. Just another example of what you're dealing with in Daniel Jones's prove it year. 
You know, it is his prove-it year. And, I mean, look, he only threw six incomplete passes all preseason. But once again, you know, he averaged 7.1 yards per attempt. Daniel Jones has never really driven the ball down the field. And I think that's partly because why he plays without any real fast or twitch. But the, uh, where I wanted to go with this question is Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is a talented player. But Saquon Barkley, the last time I saw him play over an extended period, couldn't pass protect anybody. Has he improved in that area at pass protection? Because if he's on the field, you're going to attack him in the protection scheme because of his inability to protect. Yeah, Michael, I don't think I agree with you. And I don't think he, he hasn't shown anything so far that he's improved. I know there was a practice earlier in camp where there was either an interception or a sack that happened where he missed his blitz pickup. So that had already happened this summer again. What I see, Michael, is Brian Dable and Mike Kafka, the OC, trying their best to coach around his weaknesses. And so when you put him out wide as a receiver, everybody focuses on, oh, yeah, they're finally using him properly as a receiver. Well, yes, but they're also steering him away from what he does not do well. So, I, you know, I would argue that's good coaching, right? Try to highlight uh, a skill set and strengths of a guy. Uh, but the reality with Saquon is he does look great physically, but his fundamentals have never been have never been that solid, you know, from where his first step is as a runner to how he pass protects. And so he needs to clean those little details up and not just be that home run hitter that they need to get that 80 yard touchdown in a blowout loss. You need to be the guy who who picks up the blitz when Daniel Jones is dropping back so that he can deliver a completion and move the sticks. Okay, Pat Leonard is going to be hanging out on Beale Street on September 11th. He'll be down in Tennessee with the Giants. So here's my question for you. Michael thinks this is going to be kind of an ugly matchup. He likes the under 44. Are you surprised the Giants, they opened six-and-a-half-point dogs. It's now their five-and-a-half-point dogs. Are you surprised the numbers come their way against the Titans? That's that's interesting that it's – yeah, um, I think – I agree it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think I think the Titans would eventually make it an easy day and a and a big win. But the only question is their receiving core versus the Giants secondary, because the Giants secondary is not strong. But without A.J. Brown, obviously, I love Traylon Burks as a player, but Burks Woods is the Titans receiving core and Tannehill throwing the ball. Is that enough to take advantage of one of the Giants greatest weaknesses, especially on defense? If it is, I think that you see uh, the Titans cover easily. If it's not and yeah. it's only Derrick Henry, you know, I think it'll be a closer game even if the Titans still win. And you got to factor the Martindale, Pat, in this too because he's played against Tennessee so often, you know, with Baltimore. Now, you know, it, it hasn't worked out. They've struggled to beat him, that playoff game where he ran for so many yards. But, uh, you know, they have. he's familiar with the offense. He's familiar with Tannehill. And the one thing I think the Giants have proven this year is they played the run in the preseason fairly well, and we know Martindale is going to attack the quarterback. Yes, yes, and they ha you're right. They have played the run well, and actually, if, if you ask me what's the strongest position group on the Giants team, I would say it's their interior defensive line. And so that does give you hope that the Titans wouldn't be able to just be uh, one-dimensional and rely on Henry and not even have to go out of their comfort zone. I think that's a good point you make about Martindale and his ability with his scheme to cover up those weaknesses. And really, the funny thing about covering a team like the Giants right now is they're so in flux with turning over their roster that, you know, they might even have a different corner opposite a Dory Jackson on the outside in the starting defense come week one, even with Aaron Robinson playing all these snaps in the preseason. So we're kind of waiting and seeing still on who's going to be the players on the field come that game. 
Michael, it's important to look into every variable as a better. And when I said that season win total number of seven to Pat Leonard, he scoffed. You should see that the face <laughs> was almost a look of disgust. That's important to understand as we say goodbye to Pat. Pat Leonard, P. Leonard, Thank NYD, so much, and of course, Pat. on Great the job. beat there for the New York Daily News. Thank you, Pat. We'll talk to you during the season, okay? Great Always job, a pleasure. Pat. Thank, Thank you, guys. He was... Uh, I, w I wouldn't say a look of disgust, but he uh, he definitely scoffed at he that number. He watches it every day. Look, he watches it every I, day. I mean, he sees it. They're going to need a lot of good fortune, and and they haven't been able to stay healthy too. They have no depth, and they have no talent, and they can't stay healthy. That's not a good combination. And oh, by the way, I left one thing out. They have no cap room, so it isn't like they can bring in a bunch of players. They're the worst place you want to be in all of football. Bad and no cap room. <laughs> Somewhere your boy Dave Gettleman is having a cocktail like, well, I'm glad that's done because uh, hey, he left kid. them in quite. Hey, kid, how you doing, kid? How you is that doing, what he says? Yeah, is that what he calls people? Hey, everybody's calls everybody a kid. kid. Everybody's a kid, yeah. I mean, it's so wonderful. <laughs> Good for him. Dave Gettleman. Uh, Mr. Off. Shine is like, yeah, he's like, thanks for what you left me here. But that's Pat Leonard, who does a great job. Remember, shop for the number. Six and a half at BetMGM, seven at DraftKings on the Giants. What are the next 24 hours like as far as we head to that 53 cut? We'll ask Michael Lombardi next here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find that's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in slack Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets, risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into, you know, travel. You can do it with dining, with hotel rooms. It's tremendous. It's a loyalty program like your credit card. So every time you make a bet, you're going to accrue those points. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Michael Lombardi, this is the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you had a nice weekend. Look, I forgot to ask you about this, yeah. but it's important to do so. Look, field position is important. The pressure is on the Bills this year after the allegations of the gang rape uh, against Matt Ariza, The Bills go ahead and release him. What are they going to do at the position? And what are your thoughts here? Well, I mean, two kicking situations. It's one of the things that I think could affect the line in Carolina, particularly as Carolina loses their kicker. 
you know, in, in, the, in the last preseason game, which now you've got to go out there and see who's cut, who's available. I think that's what Buffalo will do. Sam Harris won't take a pay cut from Denver. He's going to be out there and take a kicker from Denver. Those numbers look great but he's kicking eight or nine games at a mile high. Are you going to get that same kicker? Kicking in Buffalo is a completely different enterprise than kicking anywhere else other than maybe Cleveland or Pittsburgh because of that wind that's swirling around. So, look, you got this is what makes this time of the year fun, but having the bye week before the opening game easier because there's so much time to look over the landscape of the league. For example, you, you know, guys are going to get put on practice squad. Okay, well, you know, we still – you could take a guy off the practice squad before the game. So Buffalo's got plenty of time to find the right punter that they want, and you could do it. I mean, it can happen fairly. It just takes some research. I think the same thing will happen in Carolina. Who will replace Zane Gonzalez? How will they kick? I think that's going to affect the number. Look, kickers affect the number. They really do. They really affect the number because when they miss those kicks, you know, that cover doesn't happen. Okay, let's bring today's show full circle where we started. Tomorrow, you got to get down to the final 53 by 4.30 your time. What is the next 24 hours like, Michael Lombardi? Take us inside the front office. Maybe if there's something a better can glean from what happens over the next 24 hours. Well, I mean, everybody has the list of the guys they're going to cut, right? And so you're shopping some of those players that you don't want back on practice squad. You're never mentioning to another team a player you want back on practice squad. So every phone call, all teams are communicating. All the pro personnel directors are talking to one another. Hey, I think they're going to try to date. Houston's trying to move this guy. We interested. You know, well, why do they want to trade him? What's going on? And most of the teams have done all their pro work, so they have every player graded. And so you're looking over the landscape of the league. You know who's on your team, and then you know what you're looking for in the free agent market. You know, we need a better left tackle for our practice squad. We need a really better right guard here. You know, we need to get rid of this player. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of poker being played behind the scenes. You know, Darius Slayton, Pat Leonard just mentioned, he's been on the he's been in the trade talks all the time. You know, are they going to trade him? What can they get for him? And if pick later, we'll see how that works out. So it's a lot of maneuvering. And I, and I said this today on Instagram. It's not the end of the world if you get cut here. A lot of good players have gotten cut here. And a lot of good players have bounced back from this. And they've gone on to teams that have advanced their careers. So it's just a setback, not a, not a defeat. And I think these young players, they have to understand what it takes to become a professional. And this is one of the hurdles they have to overcome. How about your boy Denzel Mims, huh? He requests a trade, the second-round draft pick well, there with the Jets. And he popped yesterday, 7-102 or two days ago, 7-102. He had a score in the game. So what happens with Mims? Ron Slavin, his agent, is really a, a guy who spends a lot of time on the college draft. He works very hard at his craft. And, you know, he has been talking to the – the Jets haven't really been in love with – with Mims since the, the Salai administration arrived in East right. Rutherford, right? They haven't been there. And so, you know, he really hasn't gotten a chance. They've kind of ignored him. They wanted to cut him last year. They got mad at him. And so Douglas drafted him before Salai got there. So Douglas is in control of the roster. So my sense of it is unless Douglas gets something good for the player, uh, uh, you know, a third or a fourth, which is not going to happen. It's not. There's no real value. He can run, but he hasn't played well enough. Would Carolina be interested? I, I'm sure they would be, but not at what price. 
Like, you have to have the right price. So my sense of it is, from what Salai said after the game, he's just going to be back on the team. But there's been a problem brewing between the player and the team since Salai got there. Yeah, there's an interesting divide between the old regime and the new regime with the Jets, right? The Douglas regime, the McCagnin regime, Salah. A lot of regimes. A lot of regimes. That's why, yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's what you don't want. We got a lot of buffers. Yeah, Senator, we got a lot of buffers. There are a lot of regimes at the Jets, and and that's why they're going to continue to have a lot of regimes because they can't figure out what they have to do to win. You know, the two New York teams are the bottom. I mean, I feel bad for New York fans. I mean, their two teams are the worst two teams in football in the last few years. Full circle as well on this one. Uh, Sad news. Brian Robinson Jr. shot multiple times in an attempted robbery there in D.C. I guess good news that it looks like it's non-life-threatening. He is in stable condition. One, we start with the human aspect of it, so that being said. But as far as on the football field, this is going to be RB1. This is going to be the rookie was going to be your running back. And he was ready to take the job, you know, and, and it really was. I'm sure Scott Turner was ready to say, OK, Gibson's my slot. I'm pretty skilled. I've got some really good players here to work around. And unfortunately, this is going to derail where they wanted to go with their offense. And fortunately, also that that Robinson is healthy. So, you know, as it moves forward, it's been a tough weekend in Washington, too, because today we we learned the news. Ken Zampisi, their quarterback coach, his father, Ernie Zampisi, he just passed away, 85 years old. Ernie mm. was a long long-time NFL offensive coordinator. He comes from the Don Coriel school of offense, right? From Sid Gilman through Don Coriel, and then he went on to Dallas where he worked there with Troy Aikman and crafted North Turner and all those things. So, you know, it's a tough day in Washington for a lot of people. And then finally, Michael, the quote from Mike Tomlin when asked, do you have your quarterback selected? He said, I might but you're not going to have that today. So, again, we yeah. have one, seemingly one quarterback posi- uh, you know, battle up for grabs, and that is the Steelers, Trubisky, and Pickett. Trubisky played great in the final preseason game yesterday. Our assumption is it's going to be him going into week one. I mean, my guess, based on the way he said that he knows that, you know, which I think he has known. I think the one thing you have to do when you're making this decision is look at it from more than just one dimension. And, again, you're going on the road. You're going to – to play in Cincinnati. Again, playoff atmosphere, right? You know, the one thing about opening games, the fans are into it too. So you've got a bunch of people going to be in the state. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a complicated place. Do you want to start the guy off in that venue who's never been there before? It's a hard thing to do, right? You know, And he loses his confidence behind a bad offensive line. I think they're better off just playing Trubisky, letting to see where Trubisky leads them. They get some escapability with the quarterback movement. You know, It's not going to be perfect, but it ain't going to be perfect with Pickett. Like, let's face it, it's not going to be perfect with Pickett. There's going to be some growing pains there, too. So just based on that answer that you read, to me, I think it'll be Trubisky. Yeah, it's like like you said at the beginning. Do you want the experience, Trubisky, behind that iffy offensive line or potentially the upside of your first-round draft pick? It's it's kind of a yeah. tricky spot. I mean, it is because, like, when you're going, you have to th- – this is a big Al Davis thing. You've got to think about what are you putting this player into? What situation, right? You're going on the road in a hostile environment. You know, you're going to play – you know, you're playing – the right tackle for the Chicago Bears is going to get Joey Bosa at his best or, or Nick Bosa or a left tackle is going to get Nick. That's a rookie, 
Like, you know, you're going to Nick, you're putting Nick Bosa against one of those tackles in Chicago. I mean, like the whole game plan has to be centered around. We got to block Nick Bosa because neither of our guys can block him. Do you want to do that to a young player? I think you could destroy a young player that way. Yeah, it's going to be Trubisky. And finally, where we started, congrats to management here at VEASAN. Exciting times here at VEASAN. A brand new lineup rolls out tomorrow. The industry, the industry standard is VEASAN. It gets even better starting tomorrow. The return of Brent Musburger and a lot of new producers and hosts getting a first-time opportunity. Respect it and go kill it. We're looking forward to an amazing football season here on VEASAN, Michael. Yeah, no doubt. And it's the best time of the year. We've got, uh, you know, we've got Labor Day weekend. We've got football coming on. And, and again, the betting guide is really important. As you're going through week one of the season, I think you can rely on some of the talent that writes there. Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, all those guys do a great job. They'll be on the air on weekends. Look, don't forget our weekend show. Our weekday lineup's strong, but so is our weekend lineup. And I think it's important to see that. I was talking to a friend this weekend, and she said, wait, so you wake up every Saturday and Sunday at 4 a.m.? Why do you do that? And I said, it's a long story. It's <laughs> a long story. So updated weekend lineup, weekday lineup over at vsan.com. We're really excited about the new lineup. It rolls out tomorrow. Congratulations to everybody. Michael, enjoy your Monday. It's been a great, great weekend into Monday if you're on the Lombardi line. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Have a great two days off. Enjoy, enjoy the beach. Okay, thank you, buddy. M Lombardi NFL for everything you need, including check them out on Instagram. We're at VSIN Live for all the information here at VSIN. We'll talk to you next time here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.